0: Welcome to the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. This is Sean Gaylord, your host, who happens to be a tremendous, unabashed geek for all things music. I am a school principal in the heart of the Piedmont Triad region of North Carolina, and I am the author of The Pepper Effect. That book is my love letter mashup of the Beatles and education. This is episode 50 of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. What a milestone. The podcast has been both a creative outlet and labor of love for me. I am so grateful for the listeners who have stopped by my lemonade stand of a podcast since 2018. It's a simple ragtag operation. I think of ways that the music I love has inspired my journey as a school leader. I pick an album from my record collection and the rest is a conversation from my heart to yours. I welcome you back to the podcast and my hope is that you are safe and peaceful during these days of social unrest and mania in the middle of the global pandemic. We have been through much together in the last year But there is light on the horizon. I do hope that you are feeling the safe and healing warmth of that light. This episode is going to focus on a recent addition to my collection. Well, not exactly. The album is a reissue of a piece of music that I cherish very much. The album is considered to be the first proper solo album from John Lennon. It was released in December 1970 in the aftermath of the breakup of the Beatles. The album is simply entitled John Lennon, Plastic Ono Band. We will gaze at the album through a different lens from its normal one. Typically, when we talk about this album, it is cast in the frame of Lennon and his wife, Yoko Ono, coming out of the pain of heroin addiction, the breakup of the Beatles, and their experiences with primal scream therapy. We will step back from those important yet oft-looked items and look back at an often overlooked conceptual framework of the album. I hope you dig it. Thanks again for stopping by the podcast, and I hope that I am able to share a little bit of my heart and record collection with you during these challenging times. We are going to persevere, and we will always have the music to be that healing voice for us. And even though we principals sometimes get a bad rap, thanks to folks like Principal Ed Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, This friendly neighborhood principal has a set of liner notes to share with you, again, from my heart to yours. This is the Principal Liner Notes Podcast, and I give you a very special welcome to the 50th episode. When listening to The Plastic Ono Band, it is easy to get lost in the confessional tone of the lyrics from John Lennon. Words wrenched in unflinching honesty with a very raw, unadorned sound crafted in the studio under the production eyes of Lennon, Yoko Ono, and Phil Spector specter in this case left the hammer and nails from his signature wagnerian volume of the wall of sound and followed john's lead on wanting a stripped down sound take the rock solidness of the rhythm section from ringo starr and klaus vormann on drums and bass respectively and you have the elements of the first true solo album of John Lennon released in 1970. Incidentally, Billy Preston guests on piano on the powerful penultimate track, God. I am a big fan of Billy Preston and Klaus Vormann and their respective places in Beatles history. I've written about both for Culture Sonar and you can check them out on their website. Lennon proclaims on the Plastic Ono Band album that the dream is over. And he's ready to move into the new decade with a renewed purpose, independent spirit, coupled with his love for Yoko without the Beatles. This album is nowhere near A Hard Day's Night or Sgt. Pepper. Lennon's Imagine is a year away. You are here and now with John Lennon in the marrow of the Plastic Ono Band album with all of its raw honesty. You are the Plastic Ono Band. You are the Plastic Ono Band. That's what I want to explore. In the middle of the direct unveiling of Lennon's Primal Scream Therapy on the album, the concept of the Plastic Ono Band dangles on the album cover. It's an important step in the artistry of John Lennon. And I think that often the concept of the Plastic Ono Band is overshadowed with all of the things that I just described. On the copy of the liner notes, the band is listed as Ringo Starr on drums, Klaus Vorman on bass, and Yoko Ono on wind. Yes, you heard that right. Wind. Not wind as in woodwinds, there aren't any on the album. Nor wind as in some wind machine or recording of the howling of the wind. No, Yoko is simply credited as the wind. This definitely connects with Yoko's artistic, offbeat, avant-garde nature. Whimsical and yet deep. There is truth to that. Her being the wind, you could say, as she is present in the studio as producer and collaborator. You could cast it as a nod to her being a muse to John Lennon or influential echo or thought partner in the recording process. And that's just it. Your take on the wind can be anything. The wind is something that is felt and cannot be seen, and yet we all know it. That kind of thinking echoes the concept behind the Plastic Ono Band. It's not a band with a fixed lineup, there are many individuals who can claim membership of that band beyond. Ringo Starr and Klaus Foreman, Tommy Smothers, Timothy Leary, Eric Clapton, Petulia Clark, various folks who just happened to be around at the time when John Lennon was recording a song or an album or needed a quick band to get together for a concert during those early days after the Beatles. The band can include anyone, and the idea of the Plastic Ono Band is rooted in the artwork of Yoko Ono's. Originally, it was a sound and light installation of various items on plastic stands and electronics. The artwork was the band, and it could be anyone and anywhere. Lennon loved this idea and loved the artwork that Yoko put forth tied to this this kind of loose installation of sound and, and light, And he coined the term Plastic Ono Band with the concept that the band was all-inclusive and it could take on many forms with no fixed lineup or preconceived notions or recording intentions. Anyone could be in the Plastic Ono Band and all were invited. You could sing along or just show up. It didn't matter whether you had musical talent or a recording contract. You were included. The audience was the band. The concept was driven home in various press releases on the Plastic Ono Band's first single, Give Peace a Chance, which was a Lennon-Penn anti-war sing-along, very famous. On the origins of the Plastic Ono Band, the press release simply stated, you are the Plastic Ono Band. You are the band. You are invited. You are included. All are in the band. That is the Plastic Ono Band. And I think that's pretty cool. I love the concept of the Plasticono band. In a time where we are separated by masks, Zoom calls, and social distancing, all of which I appreciate for our safety, the inclusion of being a part of a band is very appealing to me. It always has been. As a school leader, I tread a fine line between stark loneliness and being the face of a school. It is a challenging art and often tiresome. I embrace it, though, because of who I am and the core that I keep and value as a leader. I have shared that my lexicon and my lingo is filled with inclusive terms to promote unity and to help ensure That all are invited. You will hear me use terms like schoolhouse, bandmates, band, gig. All of that is purposeful. Because I have known what it feels like to be excluded based upon the color of my skin or the core values I carry as a leader. Or just simply taking an unpopular stance in the face of social justice. As a result, I seek kinship and savor any moments of collaboration, innovation, and most importantly, invitation with peers and colleagues. The Plastic Ono Band is not a series of words wrapped around an art installation or avant-garde conceptional piece for me. Rather, I feel it was John and Yoko encouraging us to not only join the band but to echo that sentiment in inviting others invite other ideas invite other insights all are included in the band and it's incumbent upon us to make sure that that inclusion is not only heard but that it is felt and seen and believed As we move to a hopeful return in this weird time between the ongoing nature and aftermath of the great global pandemic, it is important that we as leaders in whatever capacity or role strive to include all and to simply listen to other voices. We empower change by authentic inclusion, stripped of artifice and lip service And all are underscored with a cleared, shared vision created by all for the good. Now, that may be nowhere near what John and Yoko were thinking when they formulated the concept of the Plastic Ono Band. I am included in the band, and I am free to create my own meaning for good action, just as you are, dear listener. That, to me, is the Plastic Ono Band. We are all in the band. We are all called to play, share, and compose with and for each other. We are the Plastic Ono Band. Several weeks ago, I asked for listeners to share their liner notes, those words that give meaning to the music you love and how it's changed or impacted your life. I got a response from a supportive listener to the podcast. Let's take a walk to the record store and hear more. All roads for me lead to the record store, a place where the music we share is found, and the common ground is felt for conversation, revelation, and connection. Stay tuned for the very first remote segment of the Principal Liner Notes podcast coming up next, which is live on my way to my friendly neighborhood record store, and that is Underdog Records, located in the heart of downtown Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Highly recommend you check out Underdog Records on their website or follow them on Twitter or Instagram. Meet you at the record store. All right, cue the walking music. We are here in the heart of downtown Winston-Salem, coming up on Burke Street, which is the home of, in my opinion, the best record store in the world and that is Underdog Records. If you can hear my voice, I am appropriately masked and we are maintaining social distancing and I would love for you to take a walk with me to my favorite record store and let's see what liner notes you have, what liner notes that you have on your heart. What are those songs and what are those albums that have changed your life challenged you helped you to persevere through times of trouble and turmoil so let's walk in and see if we can find those albums and those pieces that speak to your heart and mine laura McDonald, an inspiring educator and blogger hailing from michigan shared these liner notes. My dad loved Neil Diamond. As we were growing up, that was the artist I heard the most. I fell in love with his songs and still weave them into my playlists today. I love being nostalgic about the past and listening to Neil Diamond makes me feel connected to my dad. I listened to a ton of things but I hope my kids will one day do the same with some of the songs I loved and think about our memories connected to the songs. What a beautiful set of liner notes, Laura. Thanks for sharing what inspires you. I am grateful for you sharing your words and memories with me and permitting me to share them here in the podcast podcast. Music does so many things for our hearts and souls. It is that catalyst for both memory and connection for us. Laura shares a great connection to Neil Diamond, who I dig, and I appreciate the connection that inspires her in relation to her family. Music is truly the universal bond connecting us all And unites us to deeper truths and moments. Kind of like the Plasticono Band. That's it for this episode. Episode 50. I know that may not be a large number in the galaxy of podcast stars, but it's a big deal for this lemonade stand ragtag operation. Thanks so much for tuning into this special 50th episode of the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. I am grateful for you taking the time to visit. Thanks for hanging in there with this podcast for the last few years, whether you are a long-time inaugural listener, or a new member of the band. And just like the Plastic Ono Band, you are all invited to join. Thanks to the Sky Dogs for the inspiration behind the closing musical theme of this podcast. The song is called Another Groovy Day. You can follow me on Twitter at S.M. Gaylord. If you're listening on any podcast platform and you enjoyed this episode, then a positive review would surely be appreciated. Also, please subscribe to this podcast on the platform of your choice. You can hear this podcast and archival episodes on many other podcast platforms from Spotify to Anchor to Apple Podcast. Better yet, share this podcast with a bandmate or colleague, I always love when that happens, and I'm grateful for you sharing the things that take place in this podcast. Thanks to Nicole Michael of Nine Ten Public Relations for Fab and Fruitful Promotion. My book, The Pepper Effect, is published by Dave Burgess Consulting Inc. You can order a copy directly from the publisher at DaveBurgessConsulting.com/slash/dbci/books. Also, you can order my book from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. It is also available as a digital book, too. Thanks to Dave and Shelley Burgess for believing in my idea of a book and helping the pepper effect arrive in the world. Thanks again to Laura McDonald for sharing her liner notes with me for this podcast. You can follow Laura on Twitter at LMCDonald. LMC Donald, LMC Donald, L McDonnell. her last name, MCDONELL. Also, I recommend you visit her website at enjoyingeverymile.com and follow her hashtag, ChaseYourImpossible. She's a thoughtful and soulful educator with much to share. This is Sean Gaylord, and this is the Principal Liner Notes Podcast, signing off for now. By the way, you can check out my latest writing for Culture Sonar. I am writing a series on the concept album, and the first piece is a celebration of Bobby Gentry's The Delta Suite. And you can find that on culturesonar.com. The next part of that series will be a celebration of the fifth dimension's Jimmy Webb written and arranged song cycle, The Magic Garden. Please stay safe. Don't forget to share your passions and dreams. Our world needs your truthful voice and beautiful ideas. The world also needs your band. Coming up on episode 51 of the Principal Liner Notes podcast is a tribute of sorts to a very famous album of solo live improvised piano music by Keith Jarrett. The album is called The Cologne Concert. And I look forward to making a connection to that album and innovation later for episode 51. Also, I am still looking for your liner notes to share on this podcast. What are your liner notes? What music has given you inspiration or provided a lesson for you in your personal or professional life? I would love to hear from you and have you share. You can share that with me and I would love to add it to the podcast just as Laura McDonald did earlier in the podcast. You can leave a recorded message sharing the song or album that inspires you at anchor.fm Sean hyphen Gaylord. You can also DM me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at SMN You can also post it on Twitter tagging me at SM and using one of my hashtags, the pepper effect or hashtag principal liner notes. Either way, it will get back to me, and I am happy to share. I will have to preview each to make sure that they are appropriate for the podcast, so please keep them G-rated. Also, stay tuned for a new podcast from yours truly. I am excited to share it with you soon. The title and debut date will be announced soon. The Principal Liner Notes podcast will keep on going, but I have another podcast in the works that will serve as a companion podcast to this one. As always, stay tuned, stay safe, and I will catch you on the flip side.